This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. You're listening to Rewind to listen back on press conferences, highlights, and analysis from the 76ers' previous game. A well-rounded victory for the 76ers, 120-113 over the Oklahoma City Thunder down here at the center. I'm Brian Seltzer. Goodbye, four-game losing streak. Hello, Brett Brown speaking now in progress at the podium. Early foul trouble and had to sit him. And ended up with his fifth foul, I think, on an offensive foul at the start of the fourth. And my point is, like, all of a sudden you're trying to reorder the deck. And you, you have Trey there. And Trey can play a one and play a two. And, and I agree with you. Like, he really has emerged to, to be something a little bit different on our team. Uh, and has made, uh, has made significant sort of impact offensively during that spell that, that, that I'm talking about. I guess, what did you see out of Joel once he was going to deal with the, the hand issue in terms of both on the court and communication and all that stuff? Yeah. I'm, I, and I'm just going to, because I haven't spoken to doctors, I haven't spoken uh, in depth with Joe. Uh, originally, as the game is playing out, it was evident like he hurt his hand. I could see that. And then when he dislocated, I don't know, it looks seemed to be like a dislocation. You know, we all saw it. I'm assuming that they show it on the, yeah. And so, like, there's two kind of injuries going on with his hand. Um, and for him to, you know, go back in and come back out and play, I was shocked that he was able to come back out and play. I, I thought he was done for the game. As far as, like, what does it mean going forward, I don't know that. But I do know, what I do know is that 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 is a, that is a tough, um, return to the court that 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 is a competitive statement and uh i appreciate him i i respect that we needed we needed a, to to play well here at home we, we we haven't been on the right side of the win-loss column lately and uh i respect his um his motives to come back are you more impressed with josh on the offensive or defensive end tonight that's a good question um i liked and i'll speak to both I, I like him coming out aggressive. 
Like we need him to find the rim. We need him to be amongst this this uh, notion. My desire to shoot more threes. I put him, Tobias and Al, squarely into that instead of sort of like casting out a broad-based statement. And I I have and I will specifically those three feature in that desired um, um, wish to shoot more threes. And uh, you know I like Jay Rich. He came out in attack mode. He looked to rise up, and then you go to the other side of the ball. And I thought he was harassing, like you know, really just able to navigate stuff. As a team, we foul too much, and I think that I, I think I'm right saying that we put him in the bonus with like 8:40 in the fourth, and I don't believe we fouled until 40 seconds left in the in the game, which is a really hard thing to do. And I thought that he was a part of that. He played hard and still, you know, was able to not whack him and, and send him to the line. Um, he was really good tonight. 76ers head coach Brett Brown after a needed victory for the home team tonight, 120-113. The 76ers put an end to that four-game losing streak. They're now 24-14 on the season. They dropped the previously surging Oklahoma City Thunder, which lost for the first time in six games. OKC now 20-16. A really balanced game all around from the 76ers. They shot 51% from the field, 13-26 of 26 from three-point territory, as Brett Brown mentioned. Just so crucial that the 76ers Sixers stopped fouling essentially for the final eight minutes of regulation. The Sixers overcame a tremendous rebounding effort from OKC's relentless Stephen Adams and each starter scoring in double digits for the Sixers speaking to the balanced nature of tonight's game. Josh Richardson led the way with 23. Ben Simmons flirted with his second straight triple-double. He had 17, 15, and 8. 18 points apiece for Tobias Harris and Joel Embiid. Not sure if you could hear the question asked by the Philly Voices Kyle Newbeck during the post-game press conference about Joel Embiid, but he was referring to the dislocated finger on Joel Embiid's left hand. <laughs> and it is... It was unsightly, to say the least. You'll probably catch it uh, on the old Twitter sphere if you didn't see it live while well, it happened. Not pretty, but Joel battled through it to give the 76ers not just um, a great presence on the court, but his offensive rebound with time winding down that set up the open three-pointer for Tobias Harris that made it a nine-point game with under two minutes to go. That was huge. That was essentially the clincher for the 76ers in this one tonight. Off the bench, Trey Burke was awesome, 12 points. And Mike Scott, his box score might not do the impact of his game justice. He had eight points, two rebounds. They actually didn't give him credit. I'd have to go back and look. But he didn't get credit for a block shot he had on the baseline against OKC. He blocked the shot and then back the other way, knocked down a three-pointer to give the 76ers some really important insurance at 101.97, if I'm not mistaken. But a couple threes from Mike Scott in this game came at timely moments, all part of the 76ers' 120-113 win over the Oklahoma City Thunder. Tom McGinnis had the call of this one tonight. Most important, Tom, 76ers got the dub, first one since they were here on Christmas Day and beat the Bucks. But really what was also nice about this was that there were a lot of guys who got to have their fingerprints put on this win. I mean, this whole team was looking to get back on track, and there were multiple players you could point to who assumed key roles in the outcome. No doubt, and as I've said multiple times over the previous years, you know, you need that in a 48-minute game, you know, and at different points you need different guys to step up. You had all five starters and double figures, season high in the glass for Ben, 
season high in assists for Joel. You had timely scoring off the bench from Burke and Scott. Tobias, as you mentioned, with that three, that was the dagger from the corner set up by an offensive rebound by Embiid. Al Horford got back on track offensively and defensively. You know, the Sixers were able to hold them off because the Thunder, they were coming. The Sixers had a huge second quarter where they outscored them by 10 to put them in front by 10 at the break after being tied at 31 after one. And then to Coach Brown's point, uh, and I'll spell it out a little for we had it from the 825 mark of the fourth. That's when the Sixers committed their fifth foul. So they're in the bonus, the Thunder. And, and then a little bit later, it was seven fouls for the Sixers and only two for the Thunder. In fact, they had a foul twice down the stretch, you know, to get to the Sixers to the line when they sent Richardson to the line. But again, back to the Sixers fouling. The Sixers, they did not foul and send the Thunder to the, to the line again until 27 seconds remained. So that's a span where Oklahoma could have really, particularly with the way they dominated from the line in their game out in Oklahoma, doubling up on the Sixers from the stripe, they could have gotten even further and, and taken the lead. Remember that they didn't lead in the second half as close as they were. I don't think they ever took the lead. I don't think they tied the game. And they could have taken a huge advantage. But credit the Sixers for not fouling during that, you know, seven or eight-minute stretch there down the stretch where they, they kept away from, uh, you know, repeatedly sending them to the line, which could have shifted the balance of uh, the scoring and how it finished in the end. 76ers defeat OKC 120-113. I mean, it really was amazing seeing Joel Embiid back out there. The, uh, your reaction to seeing the replay of it was totally spot on for how it looked. It was not pretty. And talking about his, his left finger, and there he was not, not a while later. I mean, it was within a couple minutes. He was kind of like back out there, reemerged. And he, I thought he came out of the locker room with... Uh, you know, guns a-blazing, head of he, he seemed fired up. Well, two things. One is we had a report in the opening quarter that Embiid went to the locker room and he was getting his left hand looked at. So then he comes back in, and as he was coming back out of the court, they were, they were addressing what appeared to be a cut. So I don't actually know what that was about. But then, as you say, there was Steven Adams getting the rebound, and Joel was down there. Adams dunks it, and Embiid goes over by the visiting bench, by the Thunder's bench, puts his hands on his knees, bent over, and then, yes, you saw his hand there and, you know, the displacement of what appeared to be the ring finger and the knuckle above that ring finger. And like you said, you know, people are going to see it. Coach Brown noted and kind of was curious too, but it was on television. And you're thinking, oh, my gosh. And there was a Paul, if you will, in the arena. How could there not have been? Because I think it was on the Jumbotron as Joel walked by. But then he comes back out. And I think he, you know, changed his game a little. He had a fall later right by their bench where he had to brace himself. Think how much that hurt. You know, you can't just brace yourself with one hand. I mean, you could, but not the way he fell. And uh, then to come back and, you know, he, he had a one or two baskets down low, but most of his points were face-up jumpers from then on. But he had eight assists, so he made a huge impact and got that big rebound. And as a force on defense, he really affected that late layup try by Chris Paul and then the rebound dunk attempt by Adams went awry. That that was a big sequence in the game. So you know, if you're going to be a leader, you you do things like that. And he really came up big when it you know regarding coming back into the game. 76ers fend off the Thunder by seven. Should we give a little love time to Trey Burke? Yeah. No. I mean, you're looking for someone to emerge in this Neto Burke battle, if you will, for the backup minutes. And and let's face it, the Sixers more times than not, certainly of late, have needed scoring. 
And that's that's where he has the edge. And Howell Neto has played really well and, and adds a lot, including scoring and running pick and roll and any number of things. But Burke is kind of instant offense, and, and that's what he was tonight. You're actually, when he misses, you're a little surprised because he's been so uh, so efficient. He's been in double figures now, I believe, in three of the last four games. And, you know, as Brett Brown said, and, hey, that's the guy you're trying to impress more than anybody if you're Trey Burke, and that is he's emerging. Uh, and that would be a great thing for the Sixers to expect him, uh, you know, to, to come in and, and deliver off the bench the way he's done of late. Sixers knock off the Thunder 120-113. Tom McGinnis, we will talk to you on Thursday, 76ers and the Celtics round three. Good night. Thanks. Hey, another guy we should give a shout-out to, just uh, post-mortem after that. Mike Scott, big game tonight, eight points, two huge three-pointers, and a big defensive stop in the final six minutes of play to give the 76ers pivotal insurance in their close win, but a win. That's all they needed against the Oklahoma City Thunder tonight. Important midseason game for the 76ers as they look to get back on track on the heels of a season-high four consecutive losses. I'm Brian Seltzer. Time now to recap this one with the highlight calls of the one and only Tom McGinnis. 76ers hosting a red-hot team in the Oklahoma City Thunder. They had won five consecutive games coming in. 76ers found themselves in a tight battle in the first quarter. So the Thunder get the score out of a timeout. Here's Harris for another three, and it's good. Tobias Harris all three of his shots have been three-point field goals. This one from the near side. And from that left perimeter, he makes it 22 all. Tobias Harris, a key part in helping the 76ers get off to a good start. He was perfect from outside the arc on his first three attempts from three-point territory. 76ers and the Thunder, they were tied up at 31 after one. Joel Embiid, he was knocked around between the first quarter and start of the second. A cut on his hand, then a dislocated finger. No matter to the big man. 36-34 by two, actually. Embiid with it. He's yet to shoot since coming back, and now he'll rise and score on Steven Adams, just his second field goal in the game. Tied it up at 36. The 76ers turning back to Tobias Harris to nudge them back in front late in the first half. No surprise, not in the park. And Harris down the lane. Gallinari was kind of arguing about the lack of a call the entire way, backpedaling. He recessed so much that Harris was able to get by his initial defender and Gallinari in a dunk. And not too long after that, that was when the 76ers made the first major move of the game, stringing together a 16-5 run to close out the half. Cooter outside right to Shane Gildas Alexander. The Sixers pick it off. Scott on the move, and Simmons keeps it and scores it with the right hand. And now the outlet to Schroeder. Ben Simmons using Mike Scott as a decoy. Put the Sixers up by 10. They led by 10 at the break, 62-52 to in the third. It would be the Thunder turning the tables. They scored 34 points, but Trey Burke was important to keeping the 76ers in control of the scoreboard. 5.6ers lead, 40 seconds to go. Trey Burke with it after making that three, the 10th made triple of the game. On a drive down the lane, and he scores it. Got right by Schroeder. That's why he's in there. That would be the final basket of the third 76ers led 90 to 86. Let's go to the fourth. OKC not going anywhere. Mike Scott, he's had some ups and downs this season, but there was a 45 second stretch midway through the fourth where he really was one of the key pieces that kept the 76ers in front. Here's Mike Scott for another three and it's in. And he's a streaky shooter and it shows. Back to back threes by Scott. 
104-99, 76ers clamped down in crunch time. Their desperation on full display. Joel Embiid battling, and Tobias Harris reaped the rewards of that. Richardson with nine into the lane, drives it, blocked by Adams. Embiid has it into the corner. Harris, three ball, it's good. Ball game, Tobias Harris, corner three. That made it 115-106. 76ers hung on to win it by 7, 120-113. 76ers now 24-14 and 14 on the season. Oklahoma City is 20-16. and 16. The Sixers moving a little bit closer up the Eastern Conference ladder. Uh, the Boston Celtics, they were in action earlier tonight at Washington. They lost 99-94, to 94, halting a three-game winning streak. Those two teams will meet up on Thursday here at the center. Sixers shot 51% overall. 13 to 26 from three. They were out rebounded by OKC by five, but the 76ers kept the Thunder off the line essentially for the final eight minutes of regulation. Also, only 10 turnovers for the 76ers. They outscored the Thunder by eight in points off turnovers. 23 for Josh Richardson, a team high, 18 points apiece for Tobias Harris and Joel Embiid. Embiid also with nine rebounds and a season high, eight assists. Al Horford with 13 and four. Ben Simmons, almost his second straight triple double, 17 points, 15 rebounds, and eight assists. 12 for Trey Burke off the bench, eight. For Mike Scott, Stephen Adams with a monster game for the Thunder. 24 points, 15 rebounds. Chris Paul with 18. Shea Gilgis-Alexander with 14 points and 9 rebounds. 21 for Dennis Schroeder off the bench. One final time, the final score, 76ers 120. The OKC Thunder 113. You've been listening to Rewind. Look out for fresh episodes the day after every 76ers game this season. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand, it's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products, it's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless.